I'm Simon King, and this is What's Wrong. Uh, You know what's wrong is when you record two separate podcasts on the same topic, which I did this week. I recorded two podcasts on the topic of victimhood, or the idea of weaponizing victimhood. Not that victimhood doesn't exist or anything, but... And I could not figure out a way, for the first time in podcast history, I couldn't figure out a way to make my point, which is, you know, maybe I'm slipping. Maybe it's the bourbon, uh, although I've been into tequila lately. But anyway, the point is... I'm going to shelf that topic, shelf, shelf that topic until I can figure out a way to be less circular with the, you know, sometimes it's like you feel like there's maybe more on the bone than there is. And maybe I was trying to make two, maybe I was trying to talk for half an hour. It felt like one, like what my, what I feel is when podcasts are at their best, when my per- personal podcast is at its best is when I am not trying to fill time or forcing myself to add when it's just a thing that I'm saying because I feel this way, blah, 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 blah. I'm expressing myself. And that's that, that's something that I think maybe that's, you know, maybe there was an issue with, with where I was, you know, how I was trying to express my thought because I was trying to force it. I don't know what it was. Um, and that's, you know, that's not a good place to be. You don't want to be in that place where you're, you're manufacturing uh, passion for a subject. Or ne- maybe not manufacturing the passion, but manufacturing, you know, being overly verbose. He says, taking way too many words to explain what he was trying to say in the first place. So I've shelved, that's why the podcast is late. I've shelved those two podcasts. I've shelved, I'm going to erase them. I'm going to come back to them. The funny thing is I have everything uploaded and I was ready to, click uh send but then uh, i sent the podcast out uh to my mother of all people who who listens to the podcast uh and um and just said hey can, does this make sense and she's like yeah no nah, no and i was like fair enough does make sense does make sense so um what i'm going to do is i'm going to read a letter and i'm going to talk about uh the subject that i've been uh, that that uh that the person wanted to, to bring up. So uh, this letter is from uh, Frank. I'm not going to read the whole letter. Um, I'm just going to, you know, kind of get to the, the meat of it here. So, um, uh, hello, Simon. Blah, 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 blah. I think one subject I would like to see discussed as is general human validation seeking, which I think has brought out the worst in people over the last decade. Yeah. People are trying so hard capitalized, to look like they are good people. The behavior includes, but is not limited to, posting, pray for, and serve country, when they know they're not getting on their knees and praying, posting a flag over their avatar, I think I um, people pretend, I think I get the gist of what you're saying. And thank you for, for your uh, letter, Frank. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, getting back on board with the podcast. I appreciate it. And I think, um, and the, the reason I just kind of glossed over it is because I'm, I'm going to, this is actually something that I have talked about in my acts before uh, a little bit. And I think you're absolutely right. I actually have a bit in my uh, latest special that's coming out soon about this very thing. And yeah, the idea of um, performative activism or performative uh, morality. So the idea that you can just tell people you're a good person and it's like wishing don't make it so, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that the people who post these things, I'm not saying that if you post, you know, um, uh, thoughts and prayers for the people of Beirut, I'm not saying that that's a negative thing. That's not a negative thing. That's not a negative thing. But it's negative if it's done in a way to make the thing about you. You know, so that's the thing is like, like, uh, oh, this situation that's happening in blank is so terrible Here's what I think about it. Here's how I can make this thing in the news about me. Here's how I can make, 
um, me the center of this. And that's what I sometimes think it ends up because human beings have a thing in them that makes them inherently selfish, a lot of them. And, and, and it's, it's a survival instinct thing. As far as I can surmise, it's because, you know, if you're not selfish and you're, uh, you know, if you and a, a bunch of other uh, cave people kill a wildebeest and uh, you're not selfish and you don't fight for a big enough piece, you'll starve. So the idea that you have to be in some way selfish or self-serving as a survival mechanism part, I mean, we all have it to a degree. Um, some are more, you know, if you look at people in, uh, you know, heads of corporations and they, they would call them sociopaths or whatever, uh, people who don't care about anyone, the extreme example, someone who doesn't give a shit about anyone's emotions or anyone's feelings or what anyone else is going through because they want to enrich or, um, or, uh, you know, uh, provide for themselves or not that that's an extreme version of that. But I do think that kernel of behavior exists in every person to a degree. And I think that a small way that it rears its ugly head is in this, in, in, in this performative um, uh, morality, this idea that look how good of a person I am. I need you to see that I'm a good person. And one could argue that if you just simply are a good person and, uh, and it goes unnoticed, then you're, you're missing you know, that reward, and it may cause you to not be uh, as good. Because in an ideal world, morality doesn't come with a price tag. In an ideal world, people are good by simply by virtue of being good. They are good people. They try to make the world a better place than when they uh, arrived, you know, and that's a very good place to be. That's a very, you know, obviously, that's, that's what you want people to be like. But in reality, very few things get done without some sort of reward, you know? And whether that reward is tangible or not, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be financial or whatever. It could just simply be the reward of feeling good. And there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe that's how things are, are designed to make us be more altruistic. But then seeking, uh, it's almost like, you know, people want the focus to be on them while they're acting like, I'm almost more um, accepting and tolerant of people who are blatantly selfish. Hey, it's about me, blank me, because at least they're out there being like, look, I'm a dick, but you know what you're getting. You know what I mean? It's like I have that that joke I talk about with racists. I would much rather someone be openly racist because then I then I don't have to guess. I know they're a terrible piece of human. I mean, I would much rather nobody's racist, but if you're going to be racist, at least do it out in the open. So I know who you are. So I know who, you know, is worthy of my ire and, and, and hatred. Uh, and I think that people who are openly selfish, at least they're doing you the service, the selfless service of telling you who they are. I think what really upsets me is the people who are overtly selfish, the people who are, who are it's, you know, uh, not overtly selfish, the people who are uh, covertly selfish, the people who are trying to, like, like I said, you know, somehow make whatever's happening about them. And it always seems sneaky. It's always that kind of like, you know, I feel so bad for these people in my experience, or here's how I can make it about me. And that's, yeah, that, 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 not only does that undermine uh, all of the, goodness that you might be bringing into the world because it has this tinge to it. Um, it. It's like when a corporation 
You remember when, um, when, when Gillette came out and they did this commercial about how men have to be different, blah, 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 and everyone kind of fell for it. Oh, they're trying so hard to be good corporate citizens. No, they're fucking not. No, they're not. It's like when Dove, Dove came out and Dove was like, oh, respect women regardless of what they look like, blank, blank, blank. And you're like, oh, that's great. Yeah, that's a good message to send. And then you find out they're owned by Procter & Gamble and Procter & Gamble own Axe. And Axe body spray is like, just spray yourself with this, women are things. So you see what I mean? Like it's like <clears throat> the Dove side of it was performative. Uh, and the Axe side of it was, I mean, in its own way, performative too because they were trying to attract that. But what it is is there is no moral allegiance to exist. And I think one of the things that I find so repugnant about people who have the pretense of morality uh, about every issue that comes up, like uh, like Frank, you know, pose it like put, changing your, you know, um, the, the, the flag over your profile picture and everything. Well, that, and that is an empty gesture if that's all you do. If that's something you do as well as, okay, that's a different issue because then you can point to it and go, look, I'm doing other things as well. And I am guilty of this too. There's a lot of stuff like I didn't march in the, the BLM protests. I, 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 I should have, but I didn't. Um, and one of the reasons I didn't is the, the COVID thing and everything else like that. Um, I mean, I tried to, it's the same reason I didn't, uh, I didn't, you know, get hyper involved. I don't do, um, that kind of groundwork activism and I don't feel good about that. I think I should do more of that. I think I should do, I, I rarely get involved on that level. I do my own thing in my own way, um, that I would consider it to be borderline performative though. I mean, let's face it, a lot of the quote unquote activist type thing that I do, the stuff that I try to, you know, is done in, in the framework of being on stage, which is a performance. So basically I'm shining a mirror on myself going, look how great I am. Look how great I am because I believe these things. Now I do believe these things and I would believe these things, whether I was a standup or not, whether I had social media or not. And I, and I would, I would live my life in a way where, you know, I live my life in a way where I believe that things should be equal. And I, and I try to, espouse that uh, as much as possible. I try to, to, to hold true to that um, belief. You know, your moral center is very important. It's what, I mean, it is arguably one of the most important things because if you don't have any sort of moral code, you end up being the kind of person who will do anything to get what they want. And that is, you know, in terms of being a human, very good for survival. But in terms of actually being, you know, part of a society, it's fucking horrendous. Um, the, 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 you know, the converse side of that, of course, is the people who need validation, need to be told they're a good person all the time. You know, it's like, it's like in religion, in, in um, uh, you know, m- most organized religions is it, it, there's this weird thing where you have to let everybody know you're good. Everybody know you're pious. You have to let everybody know. And it's almost like you're doing that for the reward of being able to go to heaven, right? You're doing that. You, you ultimately want something from it. It's pretty two-dimensional. I'm going to be good because if I'm not good, God will punish me. Like as an atheist, as someone who has no you know, religion or faith of any kind, I'm, I'm going to be good because I believe that's, the correct and moral thing to do. I don't know where my morals come from other than the way I was raised and perhaps the summon built, who knows, but I'm going to do those things um, 
because I believe them, not because I'm seeking a reward or fearing a punishment. But I think the people who post stuff on social media to let people know how great they are are seeking a reward of letting people know how great they are. Now, one could argue, well, is not activism itself, is not being active um, to try and make things better and being seen to be active, being a leader, uh, particularly like, you know, you could say, well, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., I mean, he he got a lot from being active, from helping people. Yeah, I mean, but that's a slightly different thing because you're actually progressing and making change. So if posting, if when something terrible happened and you posted, oh man, speaking of the the starvation that's going on in Yemen, this is my experience with it, but your retelling of your experience with it or whatever it is um, actually advanced the cause to, 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 to solve the problem, well then, yeah. But, and that's the gray area because does it actually? I mean, do, does anybody who didn't believe Black Lives Matter go on Facebook and all of a sudden be like, oh, well, these people changed their thing. That oh, I, guess, I guess it does matter. Does that really work? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 you know, the cynic in me would say no. The cynic in me would say that someone changing their Facebook status or their social media, you know, tweeting to a hashtag, uh, and we are all guilty of this because uh, you see something you want to climb aboard. I just recently tweeted something about universal basic income, but it was a link to a petition. But still, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly guilty of spouting shit online about stuff that I believe and stuff that I think people should Oh, you know, this is, you know, um, am I always doing it with the intent to further? Yeah, I mean, that is something I will say that I do post stuff about, you know, about social causes, etc. with the intent to raise awareness or not raise awareness, but with the intent to to spur action uh, or show solidarity, at least, you know, the 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 other side of this would be that you remember the Lance Armstrong cancer bracelets, the yellow bracelets that people wore. And the argument was that, well, why are you wearing that? What's it doing? Well, first of all, you, you, you paid money to get the bracelet. So the money theoretically goes to charities that help with people suffering from cancer or to find cures, etc. And the other thing you could argue is that um, you're simply letting people be aware of because it's otherwise this ethereal concept that is somehow, uh, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Like, well, I'm not touched by this issue, so it doesn't affect me. So why should I be concerned about trying to promote... Um, awareness for it or solve the problem. Uh, in this way, it just showed just how connected it was because you would see people with these yellow, and obviously everybody who's been impacted by cancer, for instance, wasn't wearing a yellow bracelet, but the amount that you saw was showing, holy shit, it is really, it's way more prevalent than you realize because not everybody who gets cancer dies, right? Not everybody who gets cancer even ends up being that sick. I mean, cancer is everywhere. It's like, you know, but some people and a lot of people do die from it. And it's, I, I believe the number two killer of uh, in North America, for instance. Um, so in that sense, that was an early sort of way of saying, look, like I'm supportive, I'm connected, but you had done something to earn that. With social media now, it seems like you could do nothing and, and other than let people know, you know, it's almost like the only thing you're doing is letting people know that you're not doing anything. Isn't that weird? I don't know. I don't know what that really what what's the solve for this? I think maybe this should be the way to do it. Maybe 
what they should release is every time something happens, like the Beirut, right? The, the explosion that happened in Lebanon, which was fucking horrendous. It was a massive, massive, one of the largest non-nuclear human explosions ever. It was really, really big. You know, uh, hundreds dead, I believe, at this point, and maybe if not thousands. I haven't actually wa- watched the news in a couple of days, but um, maybe what they should do is, like, if you want to show everybody how much you're supporting, uh, pay $2 to PayPal to this charity, whatever the charity is, to help people, and we will send you a special graphic or something you can put on your profile. Um, And so then you can tell everybody you did something and you actually did do something. You know what? Almost like like a hand stamp, but for the internet. So it's like, yeah, if you donate to this charity, we'll send you this graphic. Uh, I don't know how you would stop people from just stealing it, but we'll send you this graphic and then you can stick it on all your social media, do whatever the fuck you want. You know, we'll send this, we'll, you know, we'll retweet you, whatever it is. If we get your, if we get your thing, we'll retweet you, whatever it is. And then you get your little cookie for doing a good thing. You get your little uh, affirmation from strangers for doing a good thing. You get your little boost, but also you actually did do something. And then that way it is not really performative. That way it is actually doing something. Um, because a contribution of that level is not, you know, it's not not going to break most people's bank. Um, and, you know, you're paying $2 for feeling good about yourself and letting everybody else know you paid $2 to feel good about yourself. You know, it's like if I ever donate to GoFundMes or anything, uh, I always do it uh, anonymously. Uh, personally, I do that for a couple of reasons. I do it anonymously because uh, it's not about me. You know what I mean? That That's the thing is I, I don't need anybody to know. It doesn't matter to me whether people know I did something. You know what I mean? I I'm not interested in in that. I'm not interested in 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 being the guy who's like, hey, look at me, look how good I am. I I don't need that. If I'm gonna donate to somebody, if I'm gonna give something to somebody, you know, I I believe that acts of charity and and stuff uh, are personal acts, and that that's between you and your conscious yourself, whatever it is, and you just do your thing. You don't need to shine a light on it. Um, but there's different, you know. Also, I mean, if that's what's required to make people be better, if, if they either require the promise of eternal life under a god or whatever, or they require the, you know, people give them a high five in the street because like, hey, you, you change your profile. Whatever it is they need, if they need if, – if people need that, but it will make them ultimately do good things, uh, I'm not against it. I mean I find it, like I said, a little insidious when it's – done under the guise of like, I'm such a selfless, such a caring, altruistic human being. So I'm going to post this picture of me standing with this, you know, in, you know, in, in the, in the rubble or whatever. I'm going to make sure everyone knows I was here. It's like, who, what was that joke? It's like, um, did you even go and build a church in Africa on your gap year? If you don't post on your Instagram about it, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, are you not, should you not? But then again, under that argument, um, the person did then do that thing. There was now a church, you know? So this is where it becomes difficult on that level. I think in terms of just the validation of social media that Frank was talking about, yeah, I think we can all agree that that's kind of gross. The idea of all you're doing. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, say you retweet about Brianna Taylor and you mention that. I mean, because that's something that needs, it needs to not go away. There's a difference there. That's a, that's a, 
you know, let's keep the spotlight on this. Let's keep this dialogue going. Let's keep having the conversation in some small way you can contribute to that. That's not purely uh, done for, um, uh, you know, how it looks. That's not done purely for attention. That's done as a way to say, hey, like, let's keep talking about this until somebody fucking does something. Because, you know, large groups of people moving in the same direction change shit. They, they always have. And that's how we do things. And so if you can maintain that, um, that momentum in any little way you can, you're actually doing something. If you uh, don't actually try to – if you're not interested in the outcome – of that, if you just want to be seen, like I saw during um, the George Floyd BLM protest slightly afterwards, there were uh, in New York, I guess it was, there was a, a couple of women who just like, there was a guy photographing them and they were just standing there pretending to be part of They weren't interested at all in what was happening, in the, the, the fundamental shift that was going on. They weren't interested in anything in the zeitgeist. What they were interested in was being seen to be there. And that's sick. But I, I do believe that most people kind of genuinely agree that that's sick. I mean, we all kind of know that's not, you know, you can't behave like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think we can all agree that that's not, um, not that, you know, the best way to, to, to perhaps, it's not a good look. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of stuff, I think the general consensus is people turn on that. I think people, when Pepsi did that ad with Kendall Jenner or whatever, I think that that people turned on that pretty sharp. But then, like I said, they swallowed hook, line, and sinker the Gillette ad, which was a similar sort of – it was a corporate version of that um, because it doesn't actually do anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't think it does anything. I don't think anybody who smacks their wife around and is a piece of shit watches that Gillette commercial and is like, yeah, maybe I should watch Beaches and Cry. No, they don't. They don't. That's not going to change anything. Uh, if Gillette wanted to do anything, what they should do is they should uh, donate a shit ton of money to, uh, you know, uh, charities or organizations that will help rescue women from abusive relationships or help men with psychological problems or stop suicide in men, which is a big deal. Um, you know, that's that thing of – and we – look, and like I said, we're all guilty of – posting things that go nowhere that don't add anything but there are serial offenders out there people who make every tragedy every thing in the news about them in some way you know and that posing and that 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 um constant need as frank said in his letter for validation uh i think we can all agree is is not helping you're you're just you're making things worse if you want to make it about you uh take a video of you writing a check to a charity. You know what I mean? If you want to make it about you, okay, uh, but actually do something to earn it. Don't just say you're praying for something. You're not fucking doing anything. You're not. That praying is the laziest. I'll pray for you. Fuck off. Unless you, I mean, if look, if you believe it actually does something, fair enough. I'll give you that. You're be, you believe you're doing something, and, and, I, and I appreciate it. But it must be followed with action. You know what I mean? Like Because in the real world, um, outside of the spiritual world, uh, human beings need support and they need help and stuff. So, you know, thoughts. It's like I always feel powerless when someone has a loss in their family. I always go, well, I feel for you. I, I don't know how to help. And that makes me feel bad to not be able to do more. And I think – but I'm looking for the comfort of being able to help. I'm looking – that's what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Like in that situation, I want to be comforted by being able to help a person, which is in and of itself a very – odd place to be uh human beings are very screwed up and there's a lot going on there's a lot of levers to pull but 
that that's not what this whole podcast is about. This podcast is about what, you know, what Frank brought up, which is absolutely something I agree with, that there is something really gross about people who want to be seen to be doing something without actually doing anything. And that's, that's ultimately, of all the words I've said, that's ultimately the thing we could agree is not good, that we should all you know, just kind of turn our backs on those people. I mean, maybe even call them out. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, we live in a world of complete call-out culture all the time now. And that's part of what that is, too. That cancel culture thing is part of it is I just want to be seen to be on... I, w- I want to dogpile. It's a good feeling to kick someone while they're down. And I also want to be seen to be kicking someone while they're down, you know? I don't want this to come back. I mean, it's funny that in my life I've, you know, uh, I've seen people who will, you know, who will go after... You know, I can't believe you're letting this person play this comedy club. I can't believe you're letting this person do this, and it's so bad. And then when it comes back, it's like the person that's the loudest about that is the one that's often guilty of a similar thing. And maybe it's a diversion thing. Maybe it's a look over there, not what I'm doing thing. I don't know. Maybe that's the nefariousness that's going on with some of this performative morality. But Or it could just be that people are, you know, a lot of people are just empty. And they don't, they don't really, they're just going through the motions of life. They're just acting like the thing they think they're supposed to act like, pretending to be something because that's what everyone else is pretending to be. Not every fish in the school of fish knows where the fuck they're going. They just know what the fish on the left and the right are doing. Oh, that fish on my right's going this way. I guess I'll go there too because the fish on the left is, and the fish on the left is going to bump into me if I don't turn right when the fish on the right turns right and when they turn right. So I guess I'll just turn right. I don't know whether that makes sense, that analogy, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I have a, uh, website. This is simonking.com. You can check out my mailing list on the Let Me Bother You page. Go there. I'm starting to do shows here and there a little bit more. Uh, you know, did some shows this last week. First time back to doing shows after 145 days. Longest I've ever gone without shows. In the first couple of years I did stand up, I would take, uh, you know, a couple of weeks off between shows and wasn't able to do a lot of shows here and there. But since 2002, I've never taken more than a, uh, a week off. That's the squeaking of the chair, by the way. I've never taken more than a week off um, uh, until now, until this. And um, it's been really weird to get back into it. It's been really weird to uh, connect with audiences again. Thank you to everyone who's already come out to shows. Um, the shows I'm doing are all basically in the Vancouver area and they're all tiny shows and we're all going to be super COVID aware. And now that everything's kind of gone, sign of going backwards again, um, who knows whether I'll even be doing shows next month. But right now, um, you can check out on my website. If you happen to be in Vancouver and want to get yelled at in person, it's a weird time. I understand that. Uh, but that doesn't change everyone's sense of humor. We're still all dark, broken fucks, especially if you're my fans. So, um, yeah, and and uh, thank you so much for uh, liking and uh, and reviewing the podcast. Please do uh, subscribe and review, rate and review. It helps. Um, I'm going to try and figure out how to figure out how many people are actually listening to this thing and everything, but I, I do appreciate the people who are, and I appreciate those of you who come back. I'm going to um, be reading... Uh, I've got, I've got a couple other letters too. Letters. Um, but if you want to send me one, I was going to say, I'm going to be reading, I'm going to try and read one a week. Um, and if I, if the topic makes sense to me, I'll touch on it. And even if it doesn't, like if it doesn't merit a full half hour, I will still talk about it for a little bit. So if there's anything you want to cover, send me a letter to www.skpodcast at gmail.com. You could follow the podcast on Twitter at www.skpodcast. Um, and on oh, a Facebook group too. Be good to each other. 
You know, it's a really strange time, and I feel that a lot of people think that society's fraying. It, it's, it's going to be okay. What's happening right now is something that's needed to happen for a very long time. There's the perfect storm, particularly in the United States, of, you know, reprehensible leadership, um, useless. Leadership is a very loose term, but reprehensible leadership, um, horrendous financial and uh, health crises uh, that didn't need to be this bad. Uh, and then, uh, I, you know, obviously the social and and um, political clashes that just happen across the board. Everyone's at each other's throats. You're not that different from each other. Most of most most of people are basically in the same sort of area. We, we're not you're not that different from each other. All right. You're closer than you think. The people that want to control you will exploit your differences exploit your emotions and exploit your frustrations and they will make uh they'll make us fight each other but in reality uh you should be punching up right not punching across and um and i think you know we all kind of need to adhere to that because i'm starting to get a little frustrated with how scattered everyone's just fighting over everything all the time now it's a perfect storm like i said social media gave everyone a voice some people you know, it gave it, it's a new opportunity to manipulate people. It's a new opportunity for even the craziest wackos to spread their fucking conspiracy theories, muddying the waters, making it difficult to know what's true and what's not. You have leadership that's completely fucked up, and and American leadership does affect the rest of the world because, um, the culture is so overbearing and powerful over the rest of the world that what happens in America, so goes the world in a lot of ways. And I think that hopefully uh, that will go away in what is going to be the new post-Trump, post-COVID, post-economic collapse, post-2020 um, America. The empire is failing and that might be the best thing for everyone involved in the long term. Uh yeah, look after each other. Just don't make a big fuss about it on social media. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what's wrong this week.